2: This episode of The Instance is brought to you by XIQ Notecast. Notecast is a revolutionary app for podcast listeners. With Notecast, you can subscribe and listen to all your favorite shows, but you can also save portions of your favorite podcasts with automatic transcripts. Try it free for 60 days, no credit card required. Download Notecast for Android or iOS by going to notecast.app. That's notecast.app and sign in using the code frogpants for a free 60-day trial. That's notecast.app, and enter the code FROGPANTS when completing your sign-up. They are no longer part of my horde! Yeah. The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 549. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Patrick from France, who's back. Hello, Patrick. It's nice to have you back.
3: Hey, yes, thank you. I am no longer uh, almost dying with the flu. Oh, you had I'm the flu, just, did you?
2: That sucks. Yeah,
3: for a couple of weeks. I didn't you know, know my, that. My kid goes to daycare now, mm-hmm. so you know what happens when that happens.
2: Yeah, they bring it all home with them. I remember that in mm-hmm. those days. It was... Uh, Those are rough times, but listen, it's making you stronger if it doesn't kill you. Is that what the old phrase is? It'll make you stronger (laughs) if it doesn't kill you. No, no, no. Close enough. We'll allow it. It What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I got it. I found it. Uh, Also with us, Garrett Weinzerpel, all the way from Florida. Hello. Welcome. Oh, hello, Scott. Hello, Patrick. Yeah, you're about to get on a plane, go to a wedding. Our uh, good mutual friend, Jocelyn Moffat getting married this weekend. Very exciting. She is
3: so sad I can't be there. Everyone listening to this right now, go to Twitter and, and tell Jocelyn that we love her and that we're so happy for her and uh, that we know her wedding is going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, it'll be great. She's going to do great. I want everyone to tweet at Plays with hashtag instance Hug.
2: Yeah, and by the way... <laughs> there you go. That's really good. You should take a coat, I'm just saying. You're up there in the Canadia. Things are cold up there, so... So Garrett, you you and your tropical paradise of Florida, maybe go get a I coat. You know, do not know how to
1: handle what I'm about to step into. <laughs> I have never experienced 17 degree weather, yeah. and that is what I'm going to have tomorrow in Toronto. Apparently,
2: yeah, it's going to throw you a little bit. It throws me. Uh, even though I live here in weather similar to that, it's still the, really cold up there. So the
1: first time I re- like honest to God saw snow was at the last nertacular in the middle of summer where <laughs> right. I, I could go see nice, fluffy snow while wearing a light hoodie yeah. because the sun was out. It was it was like 60 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but there was Ooh, still snow so. up at the peak. Right. We were I just uh...
3: Googled what 17 degrees Fahrenheit is in normal uh, temperature. Yeah. And uh, yeah, minus eight, minus 10. It's pretty cold. It's That's That's what we had for a month and a half here in in
1: Finland. Yeah. Listen, I I, I'm only there for a day. I want the full experience. I I
2: hope it is like a beautiful
1: sheet of snow everywhere. I
2: I want to see some snow this
1: time of year.
2: We'll see. Yeah. Maybe. Uh. Well, we're here to uh to discuss things. Uh. As it turns out. Right. So all of a sudden, (laughs) no one's laughing anymore. (laughs) No one's laughing. Jokes are out. All the jokes Uh, are over. Uh, our easygoing uh early show banter has completed oh i'm sure we'll find other reasons to laugh i think that's important in life but sure. i'll um, never laugh again scott <laughs> that's it you're done you're out okay it's over joy is <laughs> is a distant memory well let's dive right in it's been quite a week for fans of blizzard uh I suppose it's been a good week for those who hate Blizzard uh, uh, already, if they already had some bad feelings. Perhaps this now helps uh, justify those feelings. I don't know. But Activision Blizzard, in particular, had uh, a bit of a rough week, weirdly, at a time when they are having a great uh, profit year, or uh, the year previously was a good profit year for them. Uh, Nonetheless, they laid off a bunch of people. We're now talking at the tail end of about a week of this, and this feels like uh, not old news now, but I know that everyone's been talking about it, you've all been discussing it, there's been back and forth, and you've listened to probably other podcasts who have gone into great depth about what has been going down, and so um, I, I guess I'm not apologizing, but I am a little sad the instance comes at the tail end of that, and some of you might be a little um, exhausted, you might be feeling a little wary of this discussion, um, but it feels like it's important for us to do it, and there. Uh, for good or for ill, there's a decent number of the community who listen to us who look for our reactions to these sorts of things. And so that's what we're going to bring you today. So I would say to those who may be tuned into the podcast and went, oh, I was really hoping they were going to talk about uh, what the patch that just hit. Probably not going to happen today. Um, I will say I've been playing WoW all week uh, here and there. Mostly just I, for some reason, like I told Garrett last week, I can't stop doing daily or doing uh, world quests again. And I don't know why. Like I'm doing a rep and stuff I don't need, so whatever. It's just happening, and that's just the way it's going to be. Um, but we're going to talk instead about uh, what happened this week. So Activision Blizzard, on their earnings call, kind of immediately with the voice of Bobby Kotick, got up and said, hey, we had the best uh, profitability we've ever seen in the history of the company. However, uh, we can always do more was essentially the message. And then they announced they would be laying off a significant percentage of their employees in areas they felt like weren't uh, needed. They were going to restructure a little bit, do some hiring in uh, the dev space, letting go in the marketing, PR, community, esports areas. And turns out 8% is about 800 people. Uh, Most of those impacted are here in the States, although there's a lot of stuff hanging over European offices and stuff, which we'll get to here in a minute. But here is the math of it. I went over this a bit with Core this week. So for those of you who listen to that show, you're going to hear some of this twice. Um, quarter four earnings, they earned per share $1.29. That beat their expectations by one cent. Now, that may not sound like a lot, but investors like to hear that. Whatever you exceeded it by is is good, even if it's only by a penny. Uh, however, their total revenue did miss expectations. They were expecting $3.04 billion. They got two point eight four. billion billion instead still a lot of money uh here's where people so so there's been a bit of a disconnect all the talk about how much money they made and then them going to have to lay people off was cognitive dissonance for a huge portion of the player base we hear that and we just go what the frick are you even talking about you just had your best year and but you're still laying people off yet you hired a new cfo and you paid him a 15 million dollar signing bonus whatever the hell that was. Uh, Like, all of that, I think people were rightly upset about. I was upset about it. Uh, But then they dived into why this restructuring is happening. And this gives you a view into how kind of the stock market and publicly traded companies work. So, guidance, which is important to these companies, is them saying, what do we expect to do in the coming months? And everybody does it. Google does it. Apple does it. Everybody does it. And they say, well... Uh, We expect uh, sales of whatever to be lower than usual and demand to drop, but we expect this other thing, this other service we provide to go up. So we think it'll equal out or, or we think we'll be down overall or whatever that is. That's called the guidance. And that's where things got weird. They basically are saying we fully expect things to dip over the next year. We have no new property coming out, no no major release happening. So there's no big new game from Blizzard or Activision for that matter between well, now. Well, there's Call of Duty for. Activision. Well, yeah, but yes, but in on no the Blizzard duty. on the Blizzard side, nothing. I mean, not nothing. They have lots of stuff to maintain, but there's no new game planned. Right.
3: Um, and just to be clear, yeah, it's the gonna dip, but they're still gonna be making a lot of money, just less than they were expecting. And expectations are. The expected, you know, numbers are really important for the stock market because that's what you base your decisions on, how much they're going to do. So even though, you know, if they're making a buttload of money, but they were expecting to make a, a double buttload, then the market is disappointed. Right. That's why this went like that. Right. right.
2: And some of these some of these expectations, like, for example, uh, revenue was expected to be six point three. The new guidance or sorry, seven point two five. The new guidance is six point three billion. Net bookings are expected to drop in 2019 to 6.3 billion, down from 7.26 billion during 2018 and 7.16 billion during 2017. Um, So here's the reasons they gave as to why in game execution was inadequate in some franchises, weaker than anticipated retail demand, Uh, in game monetization not expected to improve quickly, fewer new major releases than we should. That's their quote. Uh, Lost rights to publishing Destiny which again seemed like an amicable uh, split, but maybe there's more to that. I don't know. And that meant, in their minds, that's enough of a drop in expectation. Not profitability, but drop in expectation to lay off 800 uh, seemingly awesome people. And I say that without much irony because there are so many people that I am personally connected to at Blizzard who lost their jobs last week or this week. It's impossible for me to separate it. Person, I can't make a separation and look at this coldly like a corporate move or this is just business or or any of those things because I'm I'm too biased. I have friends whose lives have been turned upside down by this. People who I thought were some of the best Blizzard had ever produced in terms of front-facing people in their jobs. They were so good at it. Um, one in particular, Lashes. Bethany, who's on the Heroes of the Storm team and also does stuff for Diablo. I've never worked with anybody with more passion, more care, more outreach, more uh, capability, and higher work ethic than her. I just haven't, straight up. Like, of all my time at Blizzard, never seen anybody like her. She's super low on the totem pole, as it turns out, on the Heroes team, which has already been cut way back. Uh, All of those things, you know, some of that just being unlucky about where you were placed and where you were at the time of this change. But she's gone, and it sucks. Like, I really feel a very personal, and I know you. uh, this isn't just me. I think we all feel this to different degrees. And that's part of the problem, and we'll get into it. Not part of the problem, but it's part of the discussion today about why this is so impactful for us versus if we hear EA laid off some group of people and we just sort of wave it off as, well, that's EA. They've been screwing people for years or whatever. Why is that different than what this is? Why is this so personal? Why does this feel like it's happening in our family and not in some cold corporate building somewhere that we have no control over? We'll get to all of that in a second, but I did want to at least mention this. Cody Johnson, who's Activision's chief uh, or operating chief, says this. Our restructuring plans shed investment in less productive, non-strategic areas to our business and will result in a net headcount reduction of approximately 8%, which also uh, driving an increase in investment focus and capabilities around our biggest franchises. It's a lot of corporate speak, but basically they're saying non-productive roles get chucked and we focus on areas that are have growth. Um, they say they will increase investment, increase the number of developers working on games by 20%, so that's new hires. They'll do that this year while focusing on live services, esports, and successful franchises like, and then they gave a list, and I think this is an interesting list, Candy Crush, Call of Duty, Overwatch, warcraft diablo and hearthstone Uh, i would uh i would i would point out the (laughs) the absence of heroes of the storm on that list so just another stab on the heart into a game i quite like but anyway
1: i thought that's surprising at this point
2: i mean probably not garrett it's like sure i should i should expect that from that thing i know that you know on the one hand, they would keep putting up posts going, things are going great. We got a new focus. And then on the other hand, you got them going, yeah, well, we're not even going to bring it up in our earnings call as a thing. Oh, It's
1: it's an emotional roller coaster. I mean, we were getting ready for into the Nexus, and we had the KO Milker letter of last Friday, you know, obviously right after we normally record. And like, yeah, we got so much great stuff to talk about next week. We're back on the horse. It's back to normal. And then this, have which clearly uh, a lot of people losing their jobs. Not, not the worst thing in the world for us, but uh, yeah. If you're if you're a heroes fan, my God, the last oh the, last the three worst. have just
2: been it's a slaughter just been a nonstop uh, emotional uh, whiplash. Yeah, it sucked for us as fans of that game, but um, you know, and and you can kind of see where the emphasis was because a lot of the layoffs that affected those kinds of teams hit the WoW uh, team less. There were less of those on the WoW side, so it was clear that you know maybe they feel like front-facing community and that sort of thing are, uh, I don't know, uh, who knows how to make the priorities internally. I'm not going to pretend to know any of that, but um, some of that made me happy. I was happy to hear that uh, my old co-host Randy Jordan is safe at Blizzard. He got, you know, this this axe missed him, and some other people that I really like also got missed, but some people I really like got, got hit. And so here we are at this point where I'm expected to now try to suss out and make sense of a company and its decisions – and how I should feel about this emotionally after 27 years of following them and playing all of their games. Like from the beginning, I played rock and roll racing for hell's sakes and everything forward. And the entire time they they built and we perceived that they were special and different and we internalized stories like Mike Morheim couldn't make payroll one month, so what did he do? He went to the bank and they used his credit card and got everybody paid and made sure everything was cool and they made it through that little rough patch and then because of that they they had such great success and they focused on their core principles every voice matters gameplay first that whole list of of mottos that they that they you know adhere to or at least said that they adhered to and all this time later with a bump here or there we're now in this weird moment where I kind of have to it's I'm, I, I hate to make this comparison but it feels like I'm having a Bill Cosby moment just a little bit okay not to I, I know Blizzard's not raping I don't anyone. think that's very appropriate it's Tom. not it's not uh, but it's this feeling of here's somebody who I grew up with listened to uh admired laughed at rec- I had his albums freaking memorized I can't speak for anyone else but Cosby was huge in my youth and then to see where he is now it's you know it's a shocking thing and i'm not okay. saying it's the same hey. but blizzard i feel that i feel a little of that i'm gonna be honest because part of me wants to be analytical and go well it's just business this is restructuring they'll come back stronger than before don't worry this is how this is happens all the time we're just closer God, to the I'm thing. i'm sorry i
3: have to interrupt you for just a second go ahead you know i have a lot of things to say not all, all of them good about this yeah but i was i wanted to talk about this a little bit later i have to do it now do it uh so your impression is that uh, Morheim would never do this, right? Like he was super protective of his employees and he wouldn't. So I'm going to save you the, uh, uh burden of answering back in 2012. Blizzard laid off 600 people. Yep, remember remember yeah. this is 800 people now yep. out of Activision Blizzard. So Activision publishing King and Blizzard. Yep. Um, and in 2012, they laid off 600 people, uh, mostly like 90% not from development teams, and the messaging that Moheim gave is roughly similar to what we've seen from uh, Activision and, and from Jay Allen Brack. So, well, Brack and, and I have a lot to say big. about all of this. Uh, again, not all of it, all of it good, but the the this, uh, uh, and I think Mohaim might have had something to say about this as well, but for different reasons. So I'm just saying. 600 people in blizzard alone i don't think that it's going to reach 600 people in blizzard this time i'm not
2: sure maybe but I'm yeah sure. i don't think so either but uh, but so let me clarify one point and then and then we'll move on i agree with you and i was here for that 2012 thing we were doing a show we talked about it like it was a big deal at the time and we talked about it at length and i've tried to reconcile over the last few days what was different than than now and i think i I think it's a simple answer.
3: It was CS people in Cork, Ireland. So you didn't know (laughs) them and you didn't care. No, it
2: wasn't that. That's That's not why it felt that way for me. What felt different for me is that there wasn't a big whirlwind of other negative indicators happening all at the same time. This time we went from going to BlizzCon, going through the Diablo Immortal sort of you know, Kobayashi Maru that we had there. That's fair. We had uh, Mike Morheim stepping down. That felt ominous and, I don't know, just kind of a, ooh, change of leadership. It's weird. So that was a part of it. Um, Him literally, honestly, part of this for me is him getting on stage and being utterly confused about the tribute and seeming uncomfortable and wanting to get out of there. That left a weird impression on me. I've still struggled with it since BlizzCon. Um, The BFA reception has not been excellent, so lots of negativity, mostly coming from us as players. Okay, so I know that. But but still, there's that groundswell of like, man, BFA's not as good as Legion. I'm quitting. This game's never been as good. And then here's us going, well, we're still playing it and kind of liking it. And I don't understand. You know, like there's all of that weirdness. And then HTC canned in the most unreasonable, crappy way possible, I thought. Uh, and, and, the, and the hero stuff just getting shoved to the side in this like kind of weird manner. And then... Um, no, there's something else, but anyway, all of it, weird messaging around it. I think that's the difference. We were all, there was already a crescendo of what's going on over there. And then this happens and you go, Oh my gosh, could this get worse than this? So I think 2012 didn't have any of that surrounding tissue it didn't have that stuff going on
1: that's true that's true
3: i think
2: that's where Uh, my head says
1: um i mean us as content creators too like especially you scott you've been doing it so long over the history i mean so have you patrick um but i'm thinking (laughs) of the instance specifically right now i mean scott's been this thing since vanilla right um you've been doing it so long that you've you've been through those motions uh, and so have i and so patrick of different low points in 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 blizzard's history you know wow is a good example of defending it of saying no it's not the end of the world when there were all these wow competitors on the horizon everyone's like oh it's a wow killer you know what what were wow fans doing we were all there defending it saying no it's it's not and we were right time and time again wow killer never came you know when activision blizzard happened a lot of us were defending it saying oh it's fine they are still going to be mostly autonomous you know it's it just means they're going to, you know, have a better infrastructure going forward. And, and it wasn't really that bad until the, the layoffs in 2012 that you brought up, Patrick. Um, this time we've now had, you know, basically since right before BlizzCon. So from November till now of, of defending being wrong, defending being wrong, defending being wrong. Oh, BlizzCon's going to be great. It wasn't. They're not going to can HGC right before Christmas. That would be a terrible thing to do. They did. Uh, Jalen Brack taking over from Morheim isn't going to f- be that bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> the guy is not <laughs> instilling a lot of hope uh, and feelings of goodwill in the community. And uh, and here we are now with like the, the like I hope the 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 worst that's going to get.
2: Right. And and now before we, Patrick I, Patrick's about I, to explode with his stuff. I want to hear it. Let's just yes, go, let's I, go I, right into Patrick's zone. He's got this medium post, getting a lot of activity. Well, hold on,
1: hold on. First, first, Patrick has to cash his Blizzard check, and <laughs> then, <laughs>
2: then. <has> <laughs> Well, and you know, uh, full disclosure, Patrick did at one time work for Blizzard, but I've always known Patrick to be a pretty level headed, say it like it is kind of guy. Oh. In fact, not just with Blizzard, straight up, that's Patrick in general. If I'm eating breakfast with him and my eggs look weird, he's going to say, dude, your <laughs> eggs look weird and you're getting fat. Like he'll say that to me because <laughs> he's an honest, true friend. And I don't, and, and I want people to understand this about Patrick. If you don't know him the way I know him, what he's about to say if it sounds like he's defending something i'm not I'm i know worried. you're not Don't even I, just you to like that. I just want you to listen i just want people not. to really listen and this is not a this isn't about patrick i want the community to put your pitchforks and your <laughs> fire and your torches down for just a second all your black and white hats put them over here set them down and just let's listen for a second uh to what we're saying across <laughs> the board here today which includes patrick so patrick go ahead
3: Uh, There is so much I want to say, but first, I do want to say uh, say something about what Garrett was saying, which is, you know, we were defending them, defending them, defending them. I don't think we, maybe we have a little bit of a bias. Maybe we have a lot of a bias, but we're not trying to defend them. (laughs) Yes, I mean, but just for some people who are going to listen to this and say, ah, you're always trying to defend them. We're trying to look at the things the way they are, and maybe we have a little bit of a bias but we're not like actively thinking, oh, this is really bad. But hey, no, it's gonna be great, you know. Lying, uh, you know, saying something that is not what we actually think and what we try to see. So,
1: right. No, like back in 2012, what yeah. was out in 2012? Miss of Pandaria. It wasn't the highest point for World of Warcraft. A lot of players left. But like, yeah. for, for, as an example, I was there going, "This expansion's gonna be good," and it and it was, in my opinion. I think it's one of the best expansions yeah. ever made. So yeah. in that in that regard, I feel like I was trying to temper the. Mm.
2: There was also Diablo what year. That I saw at the time. There was also and, Diablo and, and. year, and they were less than six months away from Hearthstone's announcement, and they were uh, a year and a half oh, away. Diablo, from, Diablo two, was, yeah. was a rough launch. <laughs> two years from... Well, it yeah. was, but, but still, they think, had stuff going, right? Like, it was going and moving, and, you know, people had a lot of anticipation yeah. and all of that. Yeah. But anyway, Patrick, yeah. go ahead.
3: It is... No, it is different situations, but I think the reason why... You're right, sometimes it feels to some people like we're trying to defend them is that there are also some people who are really angry and who... Pylon and who kind of think about things in a very emotional manner, and at least what I try to do is to look at things in a very dispassionate manner, and you know that's what I did uh, uh, a few times, and maybe towards the end I'll read the end of my post uh, where I address that. But you know, a few weeks ago I posted an initial uh, thread on Twitter which kind of blew up a little bit, where I was trying to explain where the situation was going uh, in my eyes. And a lot of people, a few people brought it back to me, like going, aha, did it end well? Did did this thing age well, do you think? And I'm like, so I went back and and looked at everything and, and wrote a long one again. And I think there are really two different issues that we should be Addressing separately, and people tend to conflate the two because they are so invested in Blizzard as a company and so passionate about it. there's one issue, which is the issue of morality for a company, you know the fact that they're making lots of money and still laying off people. and there's one issue which is is Blizzard going to be able to make great games still, or are they toast? And I think the two are separate, and they they should be talked about separately um, about the question of morality. If you think that, you know, this is business as usual and and that happens sometimes, it's unfortunate, but that's how things work, then you're probably okay with the fact that they laid off 800 people. Not okay, but, you know, you'll make your peace with it. If you're not, however, if you're one of the people who are really angry at Blizzard and saying like, oh, see, this is the end and this is in, unacceptable and this is terrible Activision enacting the their influence on Blizzard, then I would have to call you out and OK, what I was saying a few weeks ago was if you're going to be doing cut costs, if you're going to be doing cost reductions, then the best way of doing it is what they were doing, which is incentivizing people to leave, mm-hmm. right? To give mm-hmm. them money and they leave. And that's what I was saying a few weeks ago. And I think that's I stand
1: by that. I think that's the best way of doing that. I, I think you're absolutely right. It, it, I mean, it's not the best analogy in the world, but it's, it's like. A military draft it's just like sorry not enough people left so (laughs) yeah we're forcing it exactly and
3: so what's happening now i'm i i think it's not good i think it's pretty bad i think it's if there there is no morals in companies they're there to do their find fiduciary duty to make as much money as possible. And by the way, they did, they made a buttload of money. So the system is working as intended. So if you're really angry about this, I think it follows the logical conclusion of your anger should be that you would support unionization and, uh, some amount of, uh, uh, societal safety nets or labor laws. And if you're thinking ah, that's socialism. Or if you're like, I don't want to talk about politics, then I'm sorry. I don't think you actually care about the people being laid off. This is the issue. If you're angry about them being laid off as, you know, the CFO is getting 15 million bon- dollars of bonus to, to be hired. That's how the, 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 the company is run. That's how the country is run. And that's politics. So if you care about it, I, I would think that you would support unionization in this industry. Yeah. um and other things possibly or or you know a few of those things because currently the power dynamic between the managers and the executives and the employees is inexistent the managers and the employ and the, the the executives have all the power all the decisions and the employees don't even have a seat at the table it's not like if you had unions all of a sudden everything would be great right but at least they would have a seat at the table and their voice could be a little bit heard. So. I'm not going to go into more details about this, but this is a, a summary of what I was saying in my post, and I really think that the people who are really angry about this, if when you say, "Okay, how do we address this issue and and you talk about unions and all of that and then go, Oh, I don't want the government and my social security, then you're missing the point, and you're not actually angry for the well-being of the people who are being laid off you're angry because you just want to be angry probably you want to be angry at blizzard because that's your thing at the moment right so i uh
2: that's one thing that's a good summary i I think people should go read this full post and we'll obviously bring out more of this as we have a discussion today but it's a it's a post worth reading uh whether anything patrick just said you completely disagree with or not i don't care go read it it's a good read (laughs) also it's amazing that a uh You have such good diction in English when you write, uh, because you're like some kind of weird God when it comes to languages and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's really weird and it drives me crazy i'm
3: just not american scott that's the only
2: you know like five thing. languages you're like garrett and i know <laughs> no, one that not. we split between each other we don't know <laughs> and we're not even that good at speaking english no just, just that. that's something you should <laughs> be not, proud of and i should brag about thank
3: you you're very kind it's my self-deprecation showing.
2: yeah yeah i can see it's hanging uh, out of your pants but anyway yes garrett yeah i mean i
1: don't it's a it, yeah it's certainly a complicated issue i um
2: do you want to hear the one? I mean, up? if you're angry, I get I, it. But but yeah, what do you the,
3: go beyond the fact that you're angry? If you're just saying, "Oh, it sucks," and then you you think the the solutions, or maybe well, there I, are other solutions.
1: But I, I think I mean I I would like to defend some of the the anger that maybe aren't talking about unionization because I, I'm angry and I just don't really have a lot of experience or knowledge about unionization because it's just never been in my life. Mm. Um, so I think there's there's that as well. Also, you know working most of my professional life as a contractor. It's kind of just the way my brain works. It's just, oh, everything is is impermanent and I have to keep many balls in the air at the same time because they inevitably drop off. (laughs) And that's just my worldview. Um, But I mean, if you're, my point
3: is, if you don't care about that, then it's fine. But if you are worried about it and you think, I guess if you think it shouldn't happen like this, then you have to follow through that thought.
2: I I agree with that. Like if this is, if you're really mad about the way this went down, I agree. You you have to kind of put in whatever action you can. Now you may come from, I mean, I'm a lot like Garrett, you know, self-contracted dude most of my career. Um, I did spend a, a number of years working for a company, but it turns out they were kind of small too and kind of did their own thing too. We weren't really tied to stock or options or percentages or any of that stuff. It just was never a thing. And so, yeah,
1: there's a big difference between privately owned and, and you know, like a, a public company. Yeah, there's it's a, it's a huge, difference dif- it's huge difference.
2: And as a, as a result, I, I also don't have a ton of knowledge in this space. I don't understand a lot. Maybe this is an opportunity to learn more about it. But what I would say is that we have to at least address why this feels like it stings so much more. And I think the answer is this Blizzard, for their part, had established themselves as a high standard. For everything that they did, their games themselves, their, uh, their, how they would, would uh, uh, acquire talent and, and how they would hire and, and, uh, and keep people. And while the rest of the industry would launch a big AAA game and then lay off everybody who made it, Blizzard would, would not do that. They would keep building and keep going. And, and that impression, whether I'm sorry, realistic or not. I have to not, get back
3: to the 2012 thing, Scott. Again, I know, I just know. Add, I know. I get no, it. No, just, just to add one little bit of information. All right. Do you know why all those CS people were
2: fired? I, I, I because, assume it's because they, they, they didn't need them. I don't know. What was the reason?
3: Exactly. Because the way WoW was built, initially, they were addressing all the issues with cs people but then they built in auto uh automization. like the fact that you can trade an item you looted from a boss uh for two hours in the game is sure for your convenience but also it's so that you don't have to call an, a gm to do it for you and all of that automation meant that they didn't so I, I really think there's this perception, which I understand is what you're talking about. It's the perception, but there's still a business, and they always were.
2: Oh yeah. So yeah. and
3: and it's it's a little bit of a different business, but uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone posted on Twitter. You know, I I poured my heart and soul into this company. I I loved it, and I did everything for it, and now it feels like I'm gutted. I understand that because, to a small extent, that's a little bit what happened to me as well. At some point, I was like. They don't really care about me. They're like, I'm an employee. It's a company. It's a natural dynamic. They're not your friend. They're not your family. They're not your dad. They hire you to do a job. You should do that job. You shouldn't waste, you know, uh, uh, um, lose time with your kids. You shouldn't uh, uh, not go to a game or, or of your child because of it. They're a company, and they always have been.
2: A great company, which we love. But still, a company. Yeah, no, I, I, hundred percent, we're in agreement. Um, ba- basically, Blizzard runs. Well, Blizzard runs Blizzard. I think I'm starting to think of it this way, like a StarCraft game. Now, stay with me. I know I have weird metaphors, but I got, <laughs> I got a good one. At here. least
1: it's not Bill Cosby. So <laughs> stick with this one. <laughs> yeah, this one's all right.
2: This is way less rapey. Okay, I promise. So here's the thing. They have this top-down view. They have a bunch of marines that are going to go and they got a specific problem what is it there's a zerg coming over the hill send the marines in the marines go in they ultimately win and every one of those marines might feel like the giant god hand up there that's moving them around the the thing has their best interests at heart right up until half those marines are splattered on the ground <laughs> yeah right up until and, i
1: move my marauders in front of my marines because they tank baneling damage better
2: right i mean they i don't care well, about those marauders maybe that's <laughs>
3: Maybe that's EA that works like that. I, I would um, like to think Blizzard cares a little bit more. Well, what because I'm saying on they're giving on. big severance space, they're helping people find another job. I, I, I totally agree. A-
2: Somebody in the chat room said, uh, let's see if I can find it, because it was a good
1: like I mean, you're basically you're really just describing like corporate culture. I mean, this is how it works. Kyle on into the nexus is like, I've played Roller Coaster Tycoon. I've shut down that one ride that wasn't doing very oh, well because yeah. I wanted to open four new ones. <laughs> yeah, of
2: course. Like, yeah, we've all been there. Absolutely. Um J. Cal JC Calhoun in the chat says Emotionally investing in any company is a bad idea, even if the company uh, is the one you work for. And I would say, it's a simplified statement, but I would say in some ways he's right. And in some ways I think Blizzard's culpable for this. Because when you get to to BlizzCon, what are you presented with constantly from every angle? Big, well-produced videos going it's all about you and the passion, and this isn't just games. This is life, and it, blah, like we're constantly <laughs> coded in that at Blizzard. That's what what we do. And so when when something like this veers Ooh. so completely out of that, it, it, and call it a, an illusion if you want, that's fine. But they veer so far from that illusion. That's why this feels different. Yeah, that's why because we never had that illusion with everybody exists. else. We may have had that I illusion. I think the illusion with like, definitely exists. Right.
3: But I I also think Blizzard is a way better company than most other companies. I think it's it cares about its employees more. And I I really think I, I honestly think that as I was saying the things I was saying before, but it's still a company. And that is important to remember because they want to make money because they lay off people. Sometimes their goal is to make money. Right. I want to address very quickly something SwitchCore was saying in the, in the uh, chat. Uh, he says, my experience with a union entailed lazy people uh, filing grievances and going to union meetings only for the booze raffles. Okay. I'm sure there are some people like that. Um, Hollywood is one of the most unionized places in the world actors are unionized uh directors editors everyone mm-hmm. and yet they do some of the most difficult commercial enterprises there is so it's possible uh friends they, they, other they oh, hold on country,
1: they 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 also shop out a lot of work to countries with no, 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 no. labor laws For, no.
3: of course of course but a uh a, a gaffer or i don't know the terms in english the people who carry the stuff who put together the electric stuff if they have to work 8 hours A minute after they're done, they're gone. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't make someone work. It's very unionized. Mm -hmm. Uh, France and other European countries have stringent labor laws and and, uh, societal safety nets. I think we still make video games. Um, Mm -hmm. We manage, you know, we have Ubisoft. We have other companies. So I'm not saying everyone should become france i'm saying there might be a middle ground and it's possible
2: ah so. i see a friend a pro france union and no, i'm just kidding i, <laughs> I, I totally take your take your point Yeah,
3: uh, unions in france aren't probably the best example here I'm, okay. Should i want to talk about uh the the game quality for a second well hold on let me say one quick thing
2: okay i want to talk about the wallet paradox i got in some trouble on twitter this morning uh <laughs> the response from a lot of people has been this is terrible I don't like where Blizzard's gone. This is unethical and awful. The answer is for all, us, all of us to unsub from the game and quit buying Blizzard products. And I came in with a little uh, semi-jokey tweet, but the tweet was this. Uh, Blizzard says, we're laying out 500 people. The players say, revolt, everyone unsub. Blizzard says, but wait, that will lead to more layoffs. And the players continued to say, revolt. My point wasn't to say that that's the wrong way to behave. I'm a big believer in voting with my wallet. I think that is that does affect change in a capitalist society if you're trying to find a way to to not have a company uh, do what they do sometimes the way to do it is to in effect boycott and stop stop supporting them i get it um but i also think it's kind of a paradox because the minute you do that then you're causing more of the thing or you're accelerating more of the thing that you're already disagreeing with which is more people will get laid off um yeah but in the long run yeah. It helps because you don't reward that behavior. I agree, and I want to put that out there. I want people to understand where I'm coming from there. That's exactly what I'm saying. And I, all I meant by that was it's a twisted, complicated mess. It's just not simple is all I mean. And in the short term, term especially, if we all unsub suddenly, if like that actually happened, if everybody just went unsub, it would be catastrophic for Blizzard. Uh, in, in WoW alone, because they, <laughs> they that revenue is huge for Blizzard and Activision. They need it. Now, yeah, I'm not yeah, don't saying, worry
3: about it no one no one's gonna
2: do no that. one's going to that's my point but if they did yeah, I'm, honestly if you want my opinion about boycotts they only work in small groups it's the only time it works 20 of you go hey we're not going to that bar tonight everyone agree put your hand up 20 of you vote one, or uh, 19 said yes one said no. no sorry phil you can go by yourself we're not going that works it's easier to manage is what i mean boycotts on a, a massive bit. scale Pff, name the last one that really worked it's been a long well, effing time
1: uh battlefront 2 <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually, a boycott
3: fair. it was a scandal it was activism actually it wasn't a scandal Ooh, activism uh, uh, and, boycott the activism that, and
2: activision are very similar words i just want to say i don't know why yeah <laughs> just thought i'd bring that up anyway yeah well uh, yeah, yeah i mean it was also it was also just poor sales but yes yeah mm-hmm. um which, but it's which is like
1: but but the loot boxes were out of the game before that
3: even
2: here's right, the right. here's the it's fun funny. irony here and i yes chad i threw phil under the bus uh, this fictitious person I made up. Um, I uh, the the other thing is I have just noticed something else happened in the last couple of weeks. Everybody's favorite kicking bag, Electronic Arts, EA. It's in the game, you know them. Everyone's always kicking them. And by the way, they're down too, just like everybody else, because Fortnite's eating everybody's lunch, and they're all. We're that's the one elephant in the room we haven't mentioned yet. Like Fortnite has had a tangible market-wide effect on everybody's stock price, not just Activision Blizzard. And
1: but 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 wow did back in the day, so it did, but not not to this
2: extent. You're talking about hundreds of millions of players. Wow peaked at what 15 million? which is an incredible feat. Spade game, it's not the same, it's not the same, but it doesn't matter. The impact is billions and billions of dollars that went to them and not everywhere else. It's a big change. I'm not saying. I don't want. To, I'm not. I hate Fortnite. I don't like it. I don't like playing it. This isn't it's me my being, least
1: favorite battle royale.
2: Uh, absolutely, without a, without question, Garrett. You and I are on the same page. But they, you ca- it cannot be denied that they came in with a big wedge and went, "Hey everybody, what's up?" and just made everybody like they're all scrambling and they're all having to rethink stuff and and quickly do a thing like, "Oh, we need a battle royale mode, or we need to react or pivot or whatever." And it's just the fact of the matter. Like, straight up, you can't talk to an analyst who follows Wall Street stuff and not have them acknowledge that the video game industry across the board, despite the fact that it's never been bigger and better, has had a, has felt this like quake effect from that game and it's sucking away players. It's just the way it is. So, all of that being said, that is an irrefutable truth. What I was trying to get to was here's EA everybody's favorite punching bag for all these years oh they screw up everything they buy something they ruin it Ah, they they kill bioware all that out of the nowhere and out of the blue they released respawn entertainments apex legends which another free to play battle royale game um and as far as i'm concerned the opposite this is a different podcast but the opposite of of Fortnite in every way in, in that it's really good uh comes out of nowhere captures the hearts of gamers everywhere and suddenly ooh EA, well done good job guys with nice you know woo-hoo. and i and i have a feeling that if blizzard where, however long it takes suddenly blows our minds with an amazing thing a lot of us are going to go all right back to form yeah because our <laughs> personal needs are being taken care of and 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 there's something about that that's convoluted and weird and kind of skeevy. and and i know, I'm I'll, I'll speak it's for myself exactly
3: it's exactly the example I give in, in, uh, in the article. Mm. Um, and, and I think the, the reason, that's why I say the reason people are angry isn't because the, the moral uh, uh, issues of a company laying people off, although some people are. Um, but the real reason people are angry is that Blizzard isn't giving them games, right. which is ironic because Blizzard's defining trait. Is that they don't put out games when they're not ready. Um it's you know when it's done, which actually might be an issue at some point. But
2: I think it's an issue now, but go so, ahead.
3: Yeah. So okay, I'm uh I'm gonna go on this little bit of a rant for a second. Ooh, is that okay?
2: Garrett, you ready for this? A Brant, I like Patrick grants <laughs> Well,
3: not a rant, not a rant, but <laughs> okay. So I give you a situation. Um you are uh Scott and Garrett, you are super powerful executives in a video game company uh, and you want to make money but you're also kind of ethical about it and i come to you i'm a developer and i come to present to you the game i've been developing for the past two years and you want to know what what it's like and how it's going to do and i come to you and i'm like here's that powerpoint presentation um the game is is kind of almost done um it's not bad You know, it's kind of okay. But honestly, if you ask me if you want a really good game, we have to go back to the drawing board and, uh, we need another two to three years. What do you guys say? (laughs) Well, if you're, you know, in the image of, I'm going to answer for you. Obviously the good thing to say, if you're a good company and you care about gamers, quote unquote. You give the developer the two or three years, right? The okay. bad thing to do would be to say whatever, just finish it up in three months, put it out. We're good. we we need to get some money, okay?
1: I gonna takes the Nintendo option and say you're fired. I'm giving it to the studio that made the game the right way. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an,
2: that's an interesting uh, Imagine point, retro by the studios way. doesn't exist in this <laughs> right. <world. laughs> Yes,
1: yes,
3: yes. yes. Um, so my, my point, obviously, as everyone understands, is that Blizzard is doing the thing they are supposed to be doing for the quality of the games, the thing they are known for. Right. And again, in my initial thread from a few weeks ago, I was saying it seems they're focusing on development. That's pretty good. Uh, they are indeed hiring 20% more developers over the year. Uh, the, the reason people are angry is that, oh, we don't have Diablo four. And at the same time they're saying, but we're, we're losing the blizzard that we love. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't hold up. Um, and the thing that I, I, I get to, um, is we, first of all, we don't know the games that they're building. Maybe it's going to be some crappy free to play things. It's possible, but honestly, we don't know. It's not unfair to say, let's wait and see what they're building uh, until we decide that they're going to be crappy. If you remember from 2004 to 2010, that's six years. Blizzard did not release anything other than uh, WoW expansions, nothing and then from 2010 on we got you know in a few years uh, Starcraft 2 II, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Hearthstone Overwatch uh, Heroes of the Storm etc cetera, etc cetera. and they were on fire some good there. and some bad <laughs> yeah so and that was 6 years but now where we are now is for 3 years and now it's going to be four with 2019 Blizzard has not put out a single new game it's and and if you're thinking that's mismanagement. They should have done things better. They should have put out good game. I'm like, sure, give me the magical power to make certain that you're going to get good games finished on time. It's not like Blizzard is, do, is going like, you know, we, they had a game planned for 2016, 2017, 2018, and they got to that meeting that I was talking to you about. They got to that meeting. They were like, is it good enough? And they made the right decision. So being angry that they're not releasing Diablo 4, that they're not releasing other games, is being angry at Blizzard for doing the thing they, they want to do. And now that they're focusing on, on development even more and hiring more people to better uh, populate the games that are there, that we're all agreeing that you know Overwatch is stale, uh, Hearthstone is stale, we still play them every day, but they could be better. They're going to be doing that and developing more games. I honestly don't understand how you see that as a bad thing. Everyone,
1: now, uh, go watch Taliesin talk about uh, Schrodinger's Blizzard. Schrodinger's
2: <laughs> yeah, Blizzard. That's, that's yeah. what you're, that's des- the, that's the what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. And,
3: and I have another thing I, I would like to uh, submit. Maybe the reason this is really bad is not that Blizzard has changed. You know, oh, it's not the old Blizzard anymore. It's not, it's, it, they suck now. I wonder if the reason this is bad is that this is the old blizzard, you know, the game industry in the past 10 years has become incredibly active, incredibly productive with incredibly strong titles all the time. Every month we complain like there's two or three must play titles every month. And and all the while blizzard is taking its sweet time, taking ages to put out anything. But that's what Blizzard does. But maybe it's a problem now. Maybe we're not happy with just a few heroes in Overwatch and and just, a, a, just another new uh, expansion in Hearthstone. So maybe the problem is Blizzard isn't working out with their old DNA. And what they're doing now, the reorganization that it's going to take the entirety of 2019 to do, is to put things in gear and be able, hopefully with the same level of quality, be able to put out more games and more new games. Um, I don't have the exact answer, like the right answer to all of this, but I really think that the question of is Blizzard working out, I really think that the people who are angry are actually angry, might actually be angry at Blizzard for being Blizzard.
2: Okay, guys, I hate to just barge right in the middle of this, but we needed a little bit of a break, and I want to talk to you about our friends at XIQ Notecast. Podcasts are a great source of information and entertainment, including this episode of this show. And if you're like me, you can't always remember where you heard something. This happens daily. I get questions about something that happened or was said on a show, and I don't know how to find it. Well, uh, we want to share something revolutionary with you. Recently, We've been using NoteCast by EXIQ, or XIQ is how you pronounce it, which is available on both iOS and Android. Bit of a game changer. You can use it to subscribe and listen to all your favorite podcasts, but you can also use it to save portions of the podcast where you want, and even automatically generates a transcript of that for you. All you do is tap the note button on the play screen, or you can just pause the podcast and say, save that. You can actually say this into your phone. And again, it doesn't matter. Android, iOS, doesn't matter. No cast app will save the last 30 seconds of what you heard. It's kind of like game saving, you know, like uh, what's that thing NVIDIA does when you get the last minute of play or whatever. It's like that. So you can go back and listen later, and it will also store a transcript as a digital note. There's also an option to have it emailed to you if you'd like. I think this app's really cool. I'm super impressed with it. Uh, I think you will be as well. So whether it's just a great conversation, a story, a joke, a tip, a recipe, Whatever, Notecast will help you retain information like never before. It's an absolute must have podcast app and the perfect cure for in one ear and out the other. Uh, you can download Notecast for iOS and Android by going to notecast.app or you can search for them in their stores. And uh, we've got a special offer for our listeners try it for free for 60 days, no credit card required. Just enter the code FROGPANTS when completing your sign up. Again, that's notecast.app and use the code FROGPANTS to try it for free. Well, that's what I think that you're actually saying what I'm saying, which is we all drank the Kool-Aid. Perhaps they even drink it. Perhaps Blizzard is just drinking the Kool-Aid all day and we're drinking right along with them. And what's happened is the stark reality of, ooh, you're tied to a big corporate thing and you got to make decisions that aren't necessarily based on pure emotion and or the betterment of a human being's life. They're big, broad decisions that often produce casualties. Ugh, cracks in the system is Kool-Aid tastes funny. Ah, like that's kind of, I feel like that's where the the disconnect is coming for players. Why this feels so intense. Add all the other stuff leading up to this since BlizzCon. And what you have is this perfect storm of who are we? Why are we doing this? Why are we so slavishly dedicated to a, this, to this company we thought was better. We thought was different. and, and it's, it's an, it is an amplified version of what happens every day in every company across the world, small to large. Somebody has to let get, uh, let, be let go for whatever the reason is. That's an emotional, hard thing. The guy that has to fire him has a hard time with it. If the company can't afford severance, that's another ugly part of it. Uh, if you live in a country where there's not a lot of safety net for that sort of thing, that's another part of it. Like it's this negative thing happens every day, all the time, everywhere. But we all had this vision that blizzard well, he, he, is not that ever and i and i'm not saying that they i'm not saying it's not also, it's on us for having that b- belief i'm not trying to absolve us from anything i'm just saying and i'm not even saying we are duped i'm saying this is a rough time that we have to adjust our perceptions because perception think, is uh, everything in this deal I,
1: what i'm saying is it's it's not unique to blizzard like this is the paradox of fandom at this point like what are you a fan of out there if they're like you're mad at blizzard and and you're i'm going to use an, ex- an example of you know, you're attacking me on YouTube because I'm making Blizzard content and you say how could you possibly do that? So my question to you is well what 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 are you still supporting? Are you supporting Disney? They've got a dark ass history. <laughs> are yeah. you uh, are you a big uh you a big Star Wars fan? Well, Lucas sold it and then the entire LucasArts studio was just dissolved. Yeah. Like uh the, like uh, are you only playing indie games made by like two people in a garage that are never going to fire anyone but also never going to hire anyone? Okay, cool. I right. like genre. I like blockbusters. I like AAA titles. Basically, every studio has done what Blizzard is doing, and I'm not saying that it absolves it. I, I, I think the, the conversation we're having now about ethics in video game creation is healthy. I think we need to have this discussion. I think there needs to be changes in the industry. Uh, but at the same time, your options are pretty limited if this is the li- if you're drawing the line here. Yeah, because it's also line a- has already been crossed by almost every other studio.
2: Could also be a prescient moment to add to what you're saying because I've never heard this more fevered pitch discussion of these issues than I am right now. Um, it didn't matter. Unions. Uh, well, Unions. okay, great. But let's. Uh, what I'm saying is if that's the solution, great or whatever it is, but it's it's making people talk about this way more than they ever did when EA laid off a bunch of people or Activision did this in the past or any other company did whatever. The uh, I was trying to think of a recent, there was a recent gnarly one Who was it that got a massive layoff and the whole company just took a big dump? What was it anyway? Some other gaming thing, and immediately, you know, Ubisoft and even Blizzard and everybody else took to Twitter, going, "Oh well, we've got some openings and so sorry to hear about this." Which you saw a lot with this as well. uh,
3: Telltale, the company. Telltale, Telltale. that was it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was a bad one, and that was a mess, and the company was real shitty. The thing is, and I was upset about it, but not like I am now so what's the difference and i and i don't and, and what and i don't even think what's happening now is i mean it's maybe an, a market of scale but i don't think what's happening now is more egregious than what happened with telltale i think telltale's thing is a freaking nightmare
3: no telltale was terrible because everyone right. saw it coming and it was kind of the irresponsibility of a of a, a owner or a president of the company i think that was a little bit of a different story but you're right we we feel it a lot more strongly and even with everything I'm saying, we are more connected to the company. You know, I can't remember who it was. It was someone, uh, maybe a player that was saying, oh, when Overwatch didn't uh, launch on uh, Mac, someone said, you know, maybe it was at BlizzCon. He, He said, I'm not a gamer, I'm a Blizzard gamer, right? I play Blizzard games, that's my thing, and this company has the kind of attachment to it that very few other companies do. Uh, and obviously, I mean, I worked for it for, for a long time. We have friends who work for it. It's obviously we are more attached to it than, than others. Um, and then to other companies, there is an emotional element to it for sure.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the, my main takeaway from this entire week mm. is just how emotionally impactful this has been for me. Chat rooms making comments like, well, that's because you guys are so invested. Well, yeah, we are. My favorite video game company in the history of the world. I love video games. I've been playing them since I was a kid. This is a thing that really matters to me. It's close to home. They, at the end of their BlizzCon videos, if you'll recall, there's always this thing during the intro one, right before Mark Morheim and now Brack would come out and do things. They, they're in this long video, and at the end, they have this quiet little plinky piano moment where text slowly fades into the screen and says, we're family. And you And, and I think of that now, and I think, yeah, that's the, what I wanted, <laughs> but that's not probably not what it is. And, and so my own personal, my own personal feelings on this are just, I'm a, i am I feel just a little injured by it. And I'm not saying everyone should feel like me, nor am I saying it reflects reality. I'm just saying it hurts and it sucks and I don't like it. And I'm way too close to it. And I wasn't close to the telltale thing at all. I wasn't really playing their games. Didn't really think about it. Didn't know much about it. I went, oh, that's, that's skeevy and awful. I hope something gets done about that. Anyways, it's, and i moved off and and this i can't i can't move off this it's just like it's just just a different thing so my my point to what i was really saying is maybe all of that maybe this personal connection that we all felt and feel could be channeled into something that would make a real change i don't know i don't know maybe the discussion is a fevered enough pitch that in this country anyway and i again the minute you mention the term congress everybody shuts off and says oh politics not interested but maybe it gets to a point where some congressional leader goes, yeah, that's weird how that happened. And that happened right here in my backyard and my constituency seems pissed. And what is the deal with the gaming industry? They've gotten so big. They're bigger than these nine other industries that have mandated unions or whatever. I, I'm speaking out of my butt with that because I don't know who has what. But they could look at that and say, well, why, why are they not? And what's the deal with Activision? And why has Bobby Kodak got this giant bonus at the end of the year yet they laid off? You know, like Maybe those questions are at a more fevered pitch now where li- people have to listen or – change does happen change takes time it goes slowly it's like molasses running uphill sometimes but maybe this is that moment in the games industry given blizzard's status and how let down people feel by it regardless of whether they're allowed to or whether they're entitled to feel bad about it or not they do and i'm i'm hopeful about that you know i'm not convinced but i'm hopeful that maybe this is a this is a time for something something else I can tell you this, though, like sharing your opinions on this issue, like Metzen did yesterday, sends, sends me this text in the middle of the afternoon. He goes, oh, man, did I open a can of worms? I said, what's the matter? Oh, yeah, I saw his tweet. And he went he did like a mini thread, like two, three tweets. Right. And it was all just this message about kind of actually like,
1: real real fast since yeah. uh,
2: you have nuts and
1: Zier, could, could you tell him to reply to his own tweets for the threads
2: <laughs> he doesn't know how that stuff works <laughs> could you do that please he doesn't know how it works i i was gonna <laughs> cheese him about it but i thought you know what i probably I saw
1: his first one and i click on it and it's just replies i'm like no there's there's more to this where is it yeah uh, well,
2: welcome it. to the internet chris um but no he <laughs> he said uh his words to me were oops i really stepped in it today i feel like i just can't well, win tell on people there what
3: he said that's what I'm saying. Oh,
2: you mean the tweet itself?
3: No, no, in the tweets because people don't know.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. But I don't have it up. Hold on. This is good. <laughs> it, good radio. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, uh, Chris Metson. Okay. So at twitter.com/slash Chris Metzen, he says this, and he did a, he did this continued thing as if it was 2007. Hold on. I've got it up. You want me to read it? Yeah, read the yeah read the first one if you would please.
1: OK, so first tweet, he says, while I don't represent Blizzard anymore, I want to say that despite how hard this week was, the folks still there are some of the most dedicated and passionate developers in the world. They give their all daily for you guys. Yeah, Continued.
2: then followed up with, yes, the business end of things can be tough sometimes, but that's every company. Blizzard's not done, not over, not on fire. Rough patch, maybe, but the people there are brilliant and hardworking every day. Support them, encourage them where you can. Um and, and then he finishes yeah.
3: with flailing about the apocalypse doesn't help. I want to do a everyone reads one thing. Right? Yeah. I like uh, it. Flailing about the apocalypse doesn't help. Posit- positivity and faith in the long run actually do help. A community that doesn't support each other won't last. Be positive for each other. Be constructive. Anger just bring, breeds anger. I think Yoda said that
2: once. Yes. And then people piled on. Of course, he's got 132K followers. When he posts, people have thoughts um, his words to me where I really stepped in it. <laughs> he says, I feel like I can't win on the internet. It's like people live in a totally different world sometimes. And, um, I feel for those who are there and who are seeing this from, from their vantage point, because in their world, think about, we, we see it as like our edifice is falling that we, that isn't ours, but we see it in front of us, something we've always admired and it's crumbling in, in our, you know, whatever perception maybe for how much it's crumbling, but you know, that's what we're seeing. And then internally, what does that feel like? They look out on the community and see us just pitchforking it or, or defending them to the death, even though they know internally, eh, some of that there's actually good points out there. You probably shouldn't defend us quite that hard. Like that must be a weird perspective and they can't talk about it. They can, it's not like they can get on Twitter and go, there's my full rant about what I think about what's been going on here. And they're, they're just glad that their jobs are there still and they're still working and, they are still sort of mourning the loss of people that were friends and 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 like family to them, like really like family. Yeah, I so. mean that's
1: where, that's where my head is at. It's just like, wow, yeah, I think Bobby Kotick is morally corrupt garbage, but like, I don't, I, I still want my friends at Blizzard to have a job, right? Like, I still want to support them. Yep, I do too. Yeah, and also yeah. fandom. Like these worlds, the the the, the thing is, I think make. there are. You know the vast majority
3: of people is you know either is reasonable in all of this i think there's a minority as with everything that is super angry and looking for a fight at every occasion and this is kind of one of the things i address at the end of my post and i explain why i try to be as dispassionate as possible when i look at these things because when when passion turns into anger, you you don't understand things correctly. You misunderstand, you misjudge things. And one of the things I say is that I remember the angry people booing Wyatt Chang on stage at BlizzCon, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that some of those people are now saying, oh, how can you, you know, the, the people at Blizzard are being laid off. This is so terrible. And they, like, they're pretending like they care about the people. And they were, they were booing the dude on stage at BlizzCon. I think some of that anger is unhealthy um there's i think that was chris's point by message. the
2: way chris's entire point was that but continue yeah. keep going uh, uh
3: there's someone who messaged me she was like uh, uh i i can't wait for whatever youtuber to 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 rip into activision for this and I'm, this is not healthy this is not the way we should be doing this so this is why being dispassionate is important and
2: yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a legitimate concern. We've said I think all that we need to. I'm worried about the company, but I'm yeah. Also in some ways I'm not I also know the the the, the financial realities are that they're a giant entity who will probably weather this and and there will come a day where we have actually can I depress you a little bit more oh gosh yes I think so go <laughs> just ahead. a
3: tiny bit just a tiny bit yes as long um, as
1: I can I have a counterpoint to what you just said as long as I can oh follow. go ahead go ahead okay so just uh, I'm kind of with chat here like uh, I find it's easy uh when you're reading comments on the internet to assume they're all written by the same person you know maybe maybe don't lump the people who think immortal looks kind of like butt into people who are mad about 800 people being fired. Because listen, if you, if you were mad about a mortal, like, I don't care. It's not important. But if you're mad about people being laid off, I get it. I think that's a legitimate reason to be angry and have an emotional No, what reaction. I'm saying
3: is, yeah. what I'm saying is there are a few people who really want to be mad and who will find reasons to be mad, but that anger, I don't think is, uh, genuine i don't think it's it's uh the anger is caused by what they say it's caused for if it is then you want to probably do something about it and i actually do address that aspect i do use a lot of shorthands and the angry gamer blah blah, blah it's, we're not all like that but i really do think that the people some of the people who answered some of those topics and a few people who answered chris they just want to be mad at something and
2: yeah, yeah, they do, they do. People want to be pissed, uh, and so whatever. We're, 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 no, go ahead, Patrick. What are you going to say?
3: No, you're, the depressing thing. Um, oh, <laughs> I thought
2: that was it. Go ahead, go ahead. Give us the yeah, depressing thing.
3: The depressing thing. <laughs> if you want to be angry at, at at something, if you want to think that the future of Blizzard might be going down the 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 drain, uh, it's if they are indeed regrouping all of the marketing and PR and communications part of the company at Activision Publishing, I would be a little bit worried because yeah. the, the balance between product, meaning developers, and marketing at Blizzard has always been in strong favor for developers. They are the ones who decide everything. Uh, I think at Activision, it's probably the, the the money and marketing people who have their targets, and they decide if a game has to come out, then it comes out. So if that balance is affected, and, and if Blizzard uh, uh, doesn't have marketing and PR anymore, and it's not certain that's what's going to happen, yeah. but if it does, I would be a little bit worried because if the the the, the you know marketing people uh, uh, have more weight in the decisions. Then it might be a bit problematic.
2: Yeah, we'll but. see. Also, you know, PR and and community are a big deal. I'm glad that, I mean, I'm I'm selfishly glad that the WoW community team was less hit because that probably means I can still try to, you know, solicit interviews and I can still reach out and go, hey, I see uh, there's a new book out. Can we get her on the show and talk about you know what she thinks about this new book or whatever? Christy Golden, like, I want to be able to s- still have some of that, and so it's a selfish reason, but. I don't know because so much of that part of this is the layoffs. Like it's it's a a it's it's in some ways it's messaging that says and again Blizzard can clarify this if they want, but the messaging seems to be we're pulling away from the front-facing connective tissue of this stuff so that you and players don't have as many options out there that, you know, we just don't they don't put as much stock in the idea that having this important layer between a very active base and internet-facing thing is less important than the actual development of the games, and we may, in the long run, totally agree with that. Like the games that come out, we're like, "Oh, the refocus on development sure paid off." Like we may do that, but right now it just feels like we're losing a connection to the to the game in a way that I, I mean, there's there
1: there are still community managers, right? I mean, oh, of course, yourself, of course, like, Randy's still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I know Chris is still on the Hearthstone team, Lindsay's still around, but. Uh, who knows what it looks like right because there's significantly fewer of them now
2: right 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 right
1: um yeah, yeah. Phil, i just I, i'm with you i am i am i share that concern it's yeah. just uh it's not like it's it's completely gone it just seems like it's just a little less yeah i mean it's kind of what you were asking earlier patrick is like well why are why why did the 600 people get cut back in 2012 was because they overhired and it feels a bit like they overhired here as well but it also because of kotick and other activision comments it seems like they're also reprioritizing yeah. that's what i'm a little concerned about and uh is that like oh are you gonna force blizzard to churn out games like you churn out call of duty mm-hmm. like i mean that it's knows?
3: possible but it, you know that's what i was saying i've been saying for a while blizzard is really good at making tons of money and it makes sense to shed some of the uh, support functions if you don't have you haven't had games for three years and you don't have and the games are played less obviously the ones that exist because they're a little bit more stale and you still are not going to have a game at least for a year it makes sense to restructure in you know the support functions or to consolidate from a business perspective I'm not sure it makes sense to uh, uh go in and change the way Blizzard Creates their games because you might be killing the golden Goose, you might want them to come out a little bit faster and you ask the developers you're know, like, what do you need more developers okay, we're hiring, and it seems that's what they're doing, and they have a lot of things cooking, but forcing them to put out a game on a you know vastly different in a vastly different way, i don't know that it would make sense, even for Kodak, who loves money, <laughs> and maybe I'm wrong, you know maybe what we were saying what we were saying about. Maybe the old Blizzard doesn't work because in this world, you need to be more agile and have more frequent releases. Maybe the way Blizzard did things before is just not possible in a giant, enormous company anymore. Maybe you need to do things a little bit differently. But I still, I mean, when Diablo 4 comes out, we'll have the answer. When the other million games they're working on will come out, we'll have the answer. But I can't imagine it will become Activision 2 they already have activision publishing they can do that there
2: right and the only thing i would add or add finally to this is we're (laughs) we we are seeing this so up close and so personal it's impossible to separate ourselves like i mentioned earlier probably during patrick's last statement there 500 Chinese workers were treated terribly something happened today and we didn't even know about it and we'll never know about it no one's going to talk about it we're not going to have empathy for them because we don't know and even if we did it would be hard to dig up enough enough empathy for them because we don't know them Homer Simpson once famously said it's funny because I don't know him when you know somebody it makes a difference and we we're just in that place it's impossible for us to separate that I'm fully willing to admit it I am in a biased position that is walls around me and and really tall and i don't have a way out of the pit exactly so i can't look at this with the, the most objective eye i just can't
1: well i, I don't think it's it's it, you should mention that i mean it's the it's the human element to all of this it's the reason you know some of us some of your favorite blizzard you know creators out there are having such such emotional reactions because you know the news started coming in and i'm looking at people announce out there they've been like go oh, and and i don't know them that well and i'm like well this is this is crappy but you know i can I can move on with my life. The second I saw that lashes was was fired, it became personal. I felt personally yeah. attacked
2: because I'm so close with lashes. Yeah, same. She didn't deserve it. They should no, moved. no, they, not at
1: all. Also, I've, I was like when I heard it coming down. I'm like, oh, lashes is safe. She's she's a CM for more than one game. Like, yeah, she's and she's really good.
2: Duty. Like she's legit. Like there's, I don't know anyone better at this. At the very least, if I'm Blizzard, this is a personal vendetta problem I got right now. But if I'm Blizzard. I find a place for her because she is valuable like her. Yeah, but that's also
1: when you, there. when you fire this many people, yeah. it's a numbers game.
2: It is, like it is, but I still can't help feeling how, personal slight, slight by it at all. That's all I'm saying. Yes, Patrick. It,
3: it's really funny. Maybe funny is not the right word, but interesting how different of an, of a v- view of the company we have as players and you have when you are inside, you know, as players you look at the community people and you see who you like you see who you know and you think well i know that person not just because you have an emotional attachment but that person becomes important for the company in your eyes yeah. but when you're inside there are so many more factors so many more things that are important the the i'm not even going to go into it but the the front facing thing the reason why we care so much about these people there are, there are people who are saying oh we 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 need Chris and Morheim back. But that's because they're the people you know. There are tons of people who are let go, who might have been as integral to, not let go, who left the company or whatever, who are as integral to to the inner workings of the the company as these people. But the fact that we see them, we assign an importance to them that is uh, uh, not in measure with the actual uh, place they have in the company and this is not to knock anyone who's been fired obviously i as you were saying not only do i know them because we've interacted with blizzard for a long time some of them i actually worked with for five years yeah, so yeah. it's it's very personal for me as well but when we look at it from the iso- outside we have a very different vision and a very skewed vision of what the thing actually is
2: yeah and everyone's armchair quarterbacking it. Everybody thinks they have the answer. Everyone thinks they know what's happening with every detail and aspect. Yesterday, I had two separate threads happening where somebody was going, wow, it's a good thing uh, Morheim got out when he did because, uh, boy, if I was him, I would have left too. He knew this was coming. This was a this was a valiant uh, thing he did. He sacrificed himself to leave and not be a part of this hideous thing. And then on the other hand, I got a whole other thread going where the guy's going, ah, Morheim." He he knew it was coming, and so he got out. In fact, I'd investigate him for insider trading. He probably knew what was happening. His stock's higher as a result, and he left. And maybe, like, yeah, y'all got it figured out. Just like every other part of life, we all got it worked out. At the end of the day, I want to mourn for these people who got fired. I want to find Blizzard's vision again. I want to see where they're going to go. I want to follow this. I want to be a part of it, and I want to see what happens. And that's what we'll do on the show. We're not gonna, we're not gonna boycott, and we're also not gonna let it go. Like. It's, it's, it's a, it's a nuanced thing. And I want to, and I don't want us to be idiots about it. And there's too much of that going on. Like no, no offense to anybody who's quote unquote being an idiot, but just, you know, take it down a notch and let's talk. Let's have a discussion. You know, if, if somebody in the chat room earlier, why are we even doing this? Why are we talking about it? Because that's what you do. We're humans. We communicate, we talk, we say, well, what do you think about this? And you come back with something else and our, our understanding rises a couple of notches or uh, maybe we even feel more confirmed in our fi- feelings or we're now we're conflicted. That's human interaction. If we're not doing that, I know this is broad and philosophical thank you,
1: Scott, for, for defending all of content creation. Yeah. Of
2: all of them, <laughs> like, everything, everything, Not specific to this one event uh, and that, but, but I think we forget that we're so behind anonymous fi- avatars and, and, and so unwilling to, to let people say what they really feel. And then, Sometimes we're just there to troll, and I, I, I'm, what I'm saying is this is reflective of, of all of that stuff, but now it's personal, and so it feels it just feels bad. So stick with us, and we'll see how it goes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that made any sense there toward the end. Uh, take
1: a break, play some apex, point and laugh at Anthem for having a bad launch day and we'll go from there
2: how about this can we have a quick speculation on whether this has any impact at all on blizzcon a whether there is one this year or b whether it's a this is a a sounding point uh, where people are like oh, i'm not going to blizzcon i'll never support that again until blizzard gets the crap right like what do you think the the effect uh, is? There,
1: there will be a blizzcon this year it will still sell out in about five seconds i would be surprised if brack takes the stage is is my my interest hmm. you don't think so huh i don't know
3: my speculation is there will be a blizzcon mainly well not mainly but two reasons first they need to regain a a brand mind share Mm -hmm. and blizzcon is the best way to do that and it will sell out secondly it's a money maker if i'm not mistaken (laughs) so they like money they're gonna make it happen sure uh hopefully they won't outsource stuff to focus on on development and and it won't or if if they do uh they will still make it as good as it was before and I also think they announced either Diablo 4 or a new game if they don't have a new game to announce then they don't do it right I can't imagine they have Blizzcon and they don't announce anything new. That would be suicidal.
2: I can't, can it, it can't just be an expansion to WoW, can it? It has to be something else. No, 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 yeah. no.
3: And I think Jab takes the stage and announces it. And all of a sudden, everyone loves Jab.
2: Yeah. What game do you think it'll be? I mean, do you think it's an Diablo unknown 4. an unknown thing or Diablo no. 4? you think Diablo 4?
3: I think it's Diablo 4. Um, Interesting. But, you know, we've been saying that for, what, four <laughs> years <now? laughs> Yeah, one of these years we're so, going to be right. We're going to be right one of these yeah. years. One one at one point. I mean last year we were all three here before BlizzCon going like Yeah, Diablo four. I mean (laughs) let's not kid ourselves, it's gonna be Diablo four. So but next year, I mean this year, yeah, pretty sure it's gonna be Diablo Four, or an entirely new IP, or you know, an Overwatch based game, or
2: something new. And everyone be nice to Wyatt, he's one of the nicest people I ever met in my life.
3: Oh my god, Wyatt is so nice. I've never met anybody like
2: him. He's so nice. Nicest developer I've ever talked to, sweetest guy. He didn't deserve... Well, I know people weren't booing Wyatt. They were booing what Wyatt was no, representing. I know. I know, but... They were booing
1: the idea of Diablo Immortal. Yeah, they were
2: They were booing an idea, not the man who delivered it. And I, I understand that, but the, still. Yeah, but the,
1: not to say that I'm sure the messenger was somewhat caught in the crossfire there. I'm sure it didn't feel good to be standing on that stage having
2: receiving no, those boos. No, that was no good for anybody. All right. And Patrick, do you think the France, French office will be, be hit? There's some speculation and Oh, yeah, yeah. You think oh, yeah, so? Okay.
3: Why, uh, the latest the... numbers we have is they, they apparently said it was hundred th- up to 130 people mm. getting fired. Yeah. And the France office is like 400, I think. Something like that, according to estimates. So it's going to be hit, hit super hard. Right. Uh, that being said, community-wise, they have like... I don't know where they are now. Uh, I think they kept hiring after I left. And they were already a lot of people. Because you have so many languages. And per language, you have... M- sometimes up to like three or four people per language Mm -hmm. um and so for the games that are now not as active as they were before for three years with no new release blah 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 i don't know i guess that's where they're thinking they can cut the most so it's going to be hit for sure but since we have labor laws and all this it takes time and they have to negotiate with uh the unions to make things fair and equitable as much as possible people still get laid off but there's a little bit more control there.
2: Right. Well, I would... uh, I hope that they... Well, yeah. And they do things so differently. The article I read on Kotaku pointed out uh, that they... uh, You know, the labor laws are such there that you can't just drop it on people uh, without any warning. No, that's
3: the reason. That's why it's taking time and why we're not sure. Yeah.
2: So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully, uh, that doesn't... They can't let Guy Kunis go. Ever. He's one of my favorite people on this planet. I'm sure he's not...
3: I, I think all the people I knew from back in the day, I think they're okay. Um, there aren't so many people left, but right. again, you know, when you were saying it's very personal for us, <laughs> it's people I literally worked with for five years. <laughs> they're people who are my friends, who I, I speak to on a regular basis. So, mm. I mean, in France, there there's the safety nets and all of this, so it hurts less than in, in the US, although they're getting some severance severance packages. what if
2: well. they did this what if they just how many there are 400 people over there or something yeah what if they just laid off 400 scarves like you couldn't wear a scarf anymore and work at blizzard what if we did I that i think that we that
3: might uh be the budget you need <laughs> either that yeah. either that or you cut uh bobby codex salary in half uh-huh. for a year okay and i think that might also pay for it so the
1: scarves or coating yeah. either of the two would work I do so think- the honorable ghost of Awada will come and possess bobby Kotick exactly. to have feelings oh, <laughs> i
2: love that idea the honorable vote the honorable ghost is a great way to picture him influencing the future of game development in his death like he hit that was a stupid death he died way too soon f cancer whatever it was like that sucks he was awesome. That guy took a 50% pay cut when Nintendo was in a similar boat. It's, it is
1: very, very much in the public consciousness. again. Yeah, and so week. did my,
2: Miyamoto, did the same thing. Your creative I director, th- your CEO. I hadn't thought about that. All
1: of the upper brass at Nintendo took pay cuts during the, the Wii U uh, downturn. Yeah. Um, it was. It, it is not the norm, but it's a really good example of, I think, what a lot of us would prefer to see happen.
2: I almost said they fell on their swords, but I realized there is a cultural thing. For, I shouldn't say that in, re, in regards to no, Japanese executives. you shouldn't. Yeah, that was a, bad, <laughs> was a bad mistake. And I also, Patrick knows Japanese, spent a lot of time in Japan. He would have jumped all over me and poked holes in my body. Also, it wasn't quite falling on your it sword. Be fine. It's, all it's right. It would have been bit okay. Pretty, I yeah. only meant it in the, the, the throwaway way that it is often used. Oh, you really fell on your sword. And I went, oh, that was a thing Japanese people did in the ancient times a lot. And they have a high suicide right now. And Scott should really shut up about it. All right, so I'm going to do that. Uh, that is to say, shut up about it and end this episode. Um, we knew this would be the kind of show it was going to be today. Um, I hope it was helpful. I hope uh, it was enlightening. A um, hundred other positive things came out of this for people. We'd love your feedback. Let us know. At gmail.com. Before we go, speaking of Epyx, uh, excuse me, Apex Legends, which I still say sounds like a telemarketing company, uh, fantastic video game, so good, in fact, that kyle and garrett decided to fart a podcast out immediately <laughs> so do you want to tell people where that is uh, if they're interested and then go check that well, out
1: first of all i'm i'm so annoyed because itunes still hasn't approved it it's still not on the itunes store what are i've they never doing? had it take this long you should do a, a podcast
2: res- up a resubmit or something something's jacked up That's i weird.
1: did i did yesterday i deleted my submission and resubmitted it and it's still not up yeah so i don't well, know people can get it through the url they'll they'll it, find it. It.
2: Do you know how people work?
1: They want it convenient. They want to go yeah, on their pocket cast and search and it just shows up. Yeah. And I don't blame them for that. Yeah. But uh, you can go to amove.tv slash enter apex right now. And the RSS feed is right on there. You can subscribe. It is on Google Play. It is on Spotify. If you ask me about Stitcher, I will probably bite your head off. And I'm sorry. I've just had really
2: bad experiences with them. Same. Um, <laughs> I'll back him up on that. It's been a bad time over there. Stitcher kind of yeah. sucks.
1: But the show yeah. is called Enter the Apex. It's with Kyle Ferguson and myself. Uh, we created it by accident. We were going to do a YouTube video, and by the end of it, we had an entire like podcast length episode that sounded like Into the Nexus about a different game. <laughs> so we called it Enter the Apex. <laughs> it's on podcast platforms right now.
2: Yeah, go give it a huff it in like uh, like the poisonous gas from Caustic. Who is uh, also... It is on
1: SoundCloud chat room. That's actually where I host my podcast, so yeah, they're same. all on
2: there. I do that now as well. Uh, by the way, the I uh, 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 just want to say a quick thing about Caustic in that game he's the guy with all the poison traps okay, he's that. awesome he's pretty great um his he's vo- a dude bro walter white he's voiced by the soldier 76 voice actor uh so that's kind of fun to hear him going like full reaper but in the voice basically the voice of it's the soldier. exact same voice and yeah. it's just evil as hell yeah yeah it's really good but every once in a while i'm like brawl soldiers now it just sounds like him it's really funky. I guess it would because it's the same guy. But anyway, go check that out. Patrick, anything uh, of note you would like folks to check out this week?
3: Uh, I guess Enter the Apex is really cool. Uh, I learned that uh, <laughs> Garrett had played uh, Battle Royale games for a long time, I didn't realize. Yeah, uh, they're, but also, they're a lot
1: more fun than Overwatch.
3: <laughs> well, I made uh, I played uh, competitive Overwatch for the first time in, in months uh, today and uh, won two, lost two. So. It's not bad. Yep. Still love Overwatch to bits. But um yeah, no, uh, other than that, Pixels, if you enjoy gaming beyond uh Blizzard games, we're going to be talking about all of this next week and If you enjoy uh, the world, (laughs) you can go check out the Phileas Club, where we just did an episode about Venezuela with uh, uh, someone from Venezuela explaining the situation there, which is really interesting and kind of effed up. Uh, Go to FrenchSpin.com. You will find the links to both of
2: those. Nice. Uh, Do all those things. And on top of that, if you are so inclined, go over to TheInstance.net. You can find old episodes of this show. You can find all of our stuff. You can comment on our uh, our blog post for each episode. Uh, spend all the time you want over there. There's lots of good stuff over there. Theinstance.net. You can find us at Instance Show on Twitter. Scott Johnson, not Patrick, and Garrett Art. Uh, also, more shows like this, uh, just like this, at Frogpants.com. Talking about other games, other stuff. There's even a morning show. D D is that your taste? Oh, we got a show for that too. So go check it out. That's Frogpants.com. That's gonna do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for Garrett. We'll see you next time.
3: Bye.
0: Bye. Cart full of kaboom can't keep course. It's Neverly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. While Goblins are without a doubt far more skillful at creating mechanical devices than other races of the Horde, their obsession with explosive capabilities over all else can often lead to them neglecting other elements of their designs. I came face to face with this reality recently while repelling an Alliance assault upon the deserts of Vol'dun. In an effort to defeat a platoon of Stormwind tanks, the Goblins deployed some ARPEDs, remotely piloted explosive devices. I took control of one of the small drones and attempted to guide it towards one of the Alliance's metallic monsters. But I quickly realized that the goblins had put almost no thought into the virtual reality interface I was using to see through the drone's eyes. I was locked into a view just a few feet ahead of the bot and spent the next several hours aimlessly steering it out into the endless sands. Eventually, its battery died, and now it sits somewhere in the middle of nowhere, never to fulfill its explosive purpose." Speaking as an engineer myself, all I can say is that when it comes to goblin technology, even their best efforts often lead to nothing more than opportunity lost. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at overlydramaticnews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This
2: show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.